Hello and welcome back to Waking Up With Mel. This is going to be episode 12 and today we are going to talk about spiritual and earthly timelines and this was put on my heart last night because I see so many people in two different timelines. People who see the what, what they see, you know, the stock market crashing and the big recession words going around here in 2022 and what's to come in the future and fear, you know, which is such a, a horrible place to live. And not only is fear a horrible place to live, it's not a real place to live. It's not even a real place. It's, it's a made up thing of something unknown that you can't control. And so the more you learn to let go of fear, the faster you're going to learn to live a good life here on earth while we have the time. And so I'm just going to tell you my story about how I used to have my, what I call the rapture rug out and how I rolled it up and began to live a good life. So maybe we'll call this one rolling up the rapture rug. I don't know. Anyways, so let me, let me rewind. Um, when I was in my thirties, I had a daughter and she was about two years old when I realized it was probably best her dad and I get a divorce and being someone who was married in a Catholic church, not because I'm Catholic, my husband was Catholic, so we couldn't be married by a, a priest. It had to be the deacon, but, um, I really held true to those that ceremony and the words I spoke and to fathom having a divorce wasn't something that I even fathomed. My parents didn't divorce. I didn't plan on divorcing, but one day we were in a typical fight, yelling, bickering back and forth at each other, telling each other bad things about each other. And I looked down and my daughter was staring at us. And I remember seeing us through her eyes and thinking, I, I can't do this. I can't do this to her. And then it kind of got sealed a few months later when I started doing yoga and I went out with a instructor after class and he saw my wedding ring and he asked if I was married and I said, yes, but not happily. And he goes, well, why, why are you married then? And I said, because I'm waiting until my daughter's 18 years old before I get divorced. And he said, don't, you shouldn't do that. My parents did that and it was horrible to live like that as a kid in that type of volatile relationship. I don't think that's a good idea. And that was the first time someone granted me permission to get divorced. And I was, so it was a process after that. And I, you know, and then I wanted to cheat on him and I knew that was bad. So one day I told him, you know what, I, I want to cheat on you. And I think we should get a divorce. And we talked and then things went right back to the same crap. And I'll never forget the, the day I said, I want a divorce. We were, I was going home to Idaho, which I typically did, um, just to get away from everything. If you go back to, to my yoga podcast, The Spirits of Yoga, I kind of talk about this. So you might have heard this before if you listen to my podcast. But um, this particular trip, he wanted to go with me because he knew I wanted a divorce. And so I, I agreed, hoping that it, you know we'd have a good time on our road trips because we usually did have a good time on our road trips. And so... We get to Las Vegas, Nevada, and our two-year-old is like done driving in the car. She's kind of crying and whining, and he says, well, let's go look at the city lights. So we go look through the city lights, and so we go down the strip, which is crazy. I had to pee. I just wanted to be in Idaho, and his whole plan was to take us to the Grand Canyon the next day. 
So we continue out of Vegas driving, and I'm like, where do you plan on staying? There's nowhere to stay. So he turns around so we could go back and get a hotel somewhere near Vegas in the outskirts and almost gets us in a car wreck, and I just was just done. I was so mad. But that wasn't my final breaking point yet. It was the next day. So the next day we wake up, we go to eat breakfast at the at the hotel's you know restaurant that's close to it or whatever and so we're sitting there eating and i'm asking what the plans are we have our dogs with us um for this grand canyon thing it was called a skywalk and you're supposed to be able to walk over the grand canyon and look underneath you and like be walking over it and it sounded really cool and i wanted to do it and so that's why i agreed to go i don't know 10 hours out of our drive to idaho to make this detour and we're at the restaurant talking about what we're going to do. And he's like, oh, we can't do it. We have dogs. And I'm thinking, bro, you didn't think about this like way before now? <laughs> Not okay right now. So he's like, well, let's go drive and, and explore. And so we're driving and exploring and I'm getting more heated, more heated by the second. <clears throat> we pull over. We get in this nasty, disgusting water in the middle of nowhere in the desert and I look at him and I said, I can't do this anymore. I just can't live like this anymore. I, I, we need to get a divorce. And that second changed everything for the next several years of my life because he went from what I thought he would do would like be on his best behavior and try to win me back. No, he tried to control me back, which led into and I'm going to save you all the details and plus him and I are really good friends now so that's the moral of the story <laughs> and we have co-parented our daughter and she is now almost 15 and we're doing a pretty darn good job right now so that's the moral of the story but in the thick of it it got hairy more hairy than I've ever let my legs get let's just say that it got hairy I had to get two restraining orders because every single time I tried to get my daughter it was him getting in my car, just crazy, crazy. And it wasn't healthy for her. And for some reason at that moment in time, he couldn't see that. It was all about manipulating her to get to me. And it was just a really hard time of my life. And I remember one day driving during this time, so many times, just being like, Jesus, why are you going to come today? Like, it can't get any worse than this. I don't ever want, I don't even want to live like this anymore. I don't want, can you just come rapture me up? Can you just come get me? And unfortunately, or fortunately, I mean, fortunately, I'm going to say fortunately, at the same time, I started going down rabbit holes of, you know, what was going on in the government. And so I started waking up to who Obama was because I voted for that idiot jerk dude um, the first time. And the second time I saw through it and I saw that he was just part of this like new world order thing. And then I started learning about the new world order and how they all talk about it and nothing's hidden. They just tell us all. And we just all either go like this hey. or like if you ever Google this Bush and Clinton um, debates, they have this blonde girl get up and ask how we're supposed to act in the new world order. Yeah. And so like, they they just do things like that. So we're just it's just in our face. So I didn't know Obama was part of it. I didn't know, you know, I didn't know that we really didn't have a shot in this country. I just I didn't realize the slavery we were truly under. And when I started to understand, I'm like, it's just gonna get worse from here. 
how can I get better? Jesus, come get me. And then I slowly started to understand I, God has a timeline and it's written in the Bible. And a lot of people skip around to like, oh, we're here. We're in, we're at the end of times. And one day I heard this woman, her name's Kat Kerr. I went to a couple of her conferences in uh, Florida in 2018 and 19, or I think seven, I think it might've been 2017, 18 and 19. It was three years in a row. I went with my mom cause my mom really liked her. And, and so I just went to go with my mom. Well, she, she did change my life. I, I don't agree with everything Kat said. I'm going to put it out there right now. I just don't. There's a many things that I'm just like, that's not in the Bible. Like, especially the mouth kids, the deck thing. <laughs> She makes fun of uh, people who believe what the Bible says about earth because she believes what NASA says. So we, we have our disagreements, but that's okay. And I think Christians should be able to disagree on things and not call each other names. And I hope a lot of us have learned through these last two years that name calling does not work to change people's minds. And the meeting of the minds is a cool thing. And to have two people present two different ideas and just be like, hmm. We don't have to fight about it. But as far as the word of God goes, the word of God says, let God be true and every man a liar. And that's the way I look at everything. It doesn't, you can be the most popular person on the planet, but if you don't line up with the word of God, I'm not going to believe what you're saying. It's just all there is to it. And so she said so many things that line up with the word of God. And what she said that changed my life is we have been praying in this new time that we're about to step into before the world does end. Like the Bible says, we're stepping into a time we have not come to. I think she calls it heaven culture. Um, and here's why our father who is in heaven, holy is your name, your kingdom come and it will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, do I need to repeat that? Your kingdom come, it will be done on earth. That's where we live, as it is in heaven. And she says, you know, the first sign we saw from heaven was the rainbow. God gave us that sign from heaven. But we haven't seen a ton of signs since. Yes, some people have seen miracle after miracle because their faith is, is built that big. They they walk in authority of Jesus. They they know their authority and they walk in it and they see it produce fruit. But other people don't. The churches, unfortunately, dumb people down so much to just be slaves to religion and not, not fighters in Christ. It's so sad. It's so sad. And so what she says is roll up your rapture rug and and occupy because the bible never says to sit here and live in fear in fact 365 times it says the opposite of that to not live in fear and to not worry and that there will be wars and rumors of wars but do not fear because we have overcome and the time i believe we're in because of god and his prophets not because my own brain wants this to happen even though i can't wait till it does and I'm holding faithful and true that it will happen because God is not a liar and God is not mean and he is not angry at his children. He loves us. A lot of people walk around thinking God is a mean, angry God. And maybe it's because they don't understand the Old Testament and the giants and all that. You know, that's the only explanation I have to that because he's not. He's loving. And he says that his children and men love their kids so much. God loves us so much more. 
does that not, it's just unbelievable to me. And there's some pretty crappy parents out there. And, you know, God is not that. He's not a crappy parent. So people need to understand God's heart for us and what his plans are for us is written in the Bible. But so many people have just jumped from revelations to the very end. Like, okay, just sitting there on our couches almost on Instagram. Jesus is coming, guys. It can't get worse than this, guys. And just keep feeding Satan. I really, they're not feeding God's timeline at all. Because when God says as in heaven, or we will see heaven on earth, that's seeing people, like Jesus said, we will see greater works than what he did. I don't know if you guys know this, but on record, nobody has ever healed the blind or raised the dead except for Jesus. I don't care how powerful you are in your, in your uh, healings. Never seen it. People have never seen it. So Jesus said, we will do greater works than he. There's going to be a time we're going to see the dead get up and it will be normal. We will see things that blow our mind right now, but we haven't even fathomed or lived in this time that God's preparing us for. And we've been living with our own government, trafficking our own children with our own tax dollars for years, for years. And you think God's happy with that? Women kill their babies in abortion clinics like it's a birth control. Do you think God's smiling on us right now? No, but you know what's true is he loves the faithful and he loves the people who love him. And he wants us to be powerful. And he doesn't want us to be weak little people focusing on all the stuff I just said. He wants us to focus on rolling up our rapture rugs and occupying because I'm sorry to tell you, Jesus probably isn't coming any day soon because we got a lot of work to do, not just within the body of Christ, but in the world, the world needs to believe in God. Do you think God wants one of us to perish? Not one, not one person that says the GD word. I hate when people damn God. I hate it. I'm like, why would you damn God? And why are you cursing the thing you're working on? Life and death lies on your tongue. All of the stuff is in the Bible. That's why people need to read it. They need to pick it up and read it. They'll read all the books, the Edgar Allan Poe's and all the stuff, but they won't pick up the Bible when it's the best, most exciting, most historical book in history and people won't read it. And you know, it's about to come exciting stuff. We're about to occupy like we've never seen as the body of Christ. We're about to see the government get cleaned out in one swift movement. You know what I truly believe is happening right now? I truly believe this. And I could be dead wrong. I could be dead wrong. But if I'm right, let's document it now. Okay, so I believe that when Trump got reelected in 2020 and Biden stole the election and Trump let it happen, and then Q basically said, enjoy the show, and then they did that fake inauguration, and there was all these signs that, that it was a show right from the get-go, right from the inauguration. I did, I, my page just got deleted, my Instagram page again, uh, right after Thanksgiving. But I had a whole post about this, how fake it was. They even had ca like Castle Rock hats in the crowd. Like it was so fake. And I believe truly that when 2020 happened, we all locked ourselves in our house willingly that things were getting cleaned out. The tunnels were getting cleaned out. I think, I think we had to do that to be safe. And I believe when we came out of that and we started seeing all these people again in mass, 
that they were easily disguised. And now they're all just actors. They're all just actors. I, I think Hillary's gone. I think Obama's gone. I think Biden's gone. You know, there's been, I'll play um, at the end of this podcast, this woman who testifies that she did a military tribunal against Biden and that the real Joe Biden wasn't even there. And she had to say, that's not the real Biden, but Biden's who did X, Y, Z to me. And there's the proof, video proof. That's the thing, guys. They have video proof of all of this. The public, look how slow they are to wake up. Slow to go. So I believe they stole the election and then they set up this election to prove to the public beyond a reasonable doubt that this election was stolen. And it's a minor election compared to the next presidential election. It has to be fixed by 2024. People do not understand. They have rigged our election since the beginning of time, basically. They have figured out how to do it. Mail-in voting, you know, machines. You can hack computer machines. This Dominion thing is all going to get exposed. And everybody's going to be like, <gasps> and then we're going to go to voter IDs and paper ballots. Thank God, finally. And that's what's going to have to happen. And Trump said it the whole time. And I don't know if you've noticed, but in a way, Trump's prophetic. Everything he says comes to pass. It's kind of interesting. Um, I'm not saying he's a prophet, guys. Don't get all up in arms. I'm not saying he's God or Jesus. I do not look at Trump, but anything but a man that God chose, just like God chose David to kill Goliath. I believe God chose Trump to kill the Goliath of debt that America has been under and take us back to the gold standard, get everybody out of the slavery they don't even know they're in and willingly in and show us what life can really be like once we're not living in debt to the federal banking system. That's what I believe. But I believe right now all of this is happening and every governor that stole the election right now, including here in New Mexico, Michelle Lujan Grisham, who I totally, in my opinion, believe stole the election twice. I think she's getting picked off right now. You know what I think happened? I think she went and met with the fake Biden and they set her up and they have recordings of it. And I think every single one of these people that did that are going down with a capital D. Again, I could be totally wrong. But I don't think so because God said so. God said every single one of these people are going down and out and not just through one prophet or two or three or four, like 10. So through the, through the mouth of two or more and God is so good. So I believe we're about to step into the most incredible time we have ever seen. I believe every seven mountain will get cleaned up. I believe people's debts will, that's federal from fed, like credit card debts, housing debts, car debts will be forgiven. And I believe that we will be able to truly release ideas that have been suppressed and that they have held just for themselves. I believe everybody that has taken this Rona shot and has cancer from it now will be healed. In Jesus' name, I pray that, Lord. But I believe there's cures for it already. And I believe they'll put them out. And I believe 2023 is going to be the best to come. And I believe we're going to see all this craziness happen suddenly. And I think it's going to be before 2023. And that takes a lot of faith for me to say that because I've been saying this since 2020. I thought in 2020, Trump would be in Biden would be six short months, but you know what? Look how long it's taken people to wake up and how many still are not awake. Some are finally waking up with astral world. Some are finally waking up with this fashion thing with this Bell, this bail worship clothing line. I don't know if you know about that, but there's, yeah. What these fashion designers are sick and evil. If you even look at some of it, I, that's how I got deleted. 
off Instagram. I posted a fashion designer on Instagram named Michael Graves, I believe. Bailey Graves. And his stuff is creepy. He has a picture of a naked girl and over her boobs says delivered. That's not creepy. He has an infant with two transgender dudes in water. And I call him out and guess who gets deleted? Not him. Not Michael Bailey Graves. I do. <laughs> We've been living in communist China and I can't even believe it. You guys, I have been deleted from my friends. I've been deleted from my own podcast. I've been de deleted from Instagram, uh, several times, Facebook, uh, Twitter. It's, it's, it's unreal. It's unreal for some, the Associated Press writing an article about me. Cause I believe Q is real. Uh, that's going to have to be my next podcast, Q Anon, two different things, guys. And we're going to have to do a podcast about this because everybody who was once on board with Q and Trump, like, oh, I never thought it would all fall apart like this, but it has and it's fine. And I don't care because you got to stick to your values, your beliefs and your core truth. And if you don't know what to believe, then you need to research for yourself. The reason I chose not to ever vaccinate my children for the last 15 years because I chose to research and see that the last, the, the all hailed polio vaccine caused polio. It didn't fix it, it caused it. People who quit doing it are the ones that stopped seeing it in their communities. Polio was eradicated because of water. People need to, you know, clean water, clean sewage. Polio comes from poop. Like people don't realize anything. Like research everything, you guys. Research, how do you get that? Where does it come from? How can you fix it naturally? And most importantly, understand God created you perfectly. He didn't create you to be like, oh, crap. I forgot that. I hope Bill Gates makes a vaccine so he can fix my perfect immune system I created. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder why God created Bill Gates, but he did. You know what I mean? And Bill Gates, and if you're still alive, which you probably aren't, had a choice. And that's, that's one of the prophecies, you guys. It says, why is God doing what he's doing right now? Because he's sick and tired of what he's seeing. He's sick and tired of it. Not just with the Democrats, not just Republicans, because I have you know it's the same party. So I'm going to end with that. I'm going to end with that. I'm going to end with Kathy O'Brien telling us it's the same party. And it always has been. And it's a smoke and mirrors illusion for the public. That's why Trump disrupted everybody so much because the media, the five channels had to make everybody hate him, which back then they had a lot more power than they do now. Everybody hated him except for that silent majority that elected him because we didn't. God-fearing, loving Americans, which are more than us than them. That's why we got to start raising our consciousness and our words to match our votes instead of just thinking our votes are going to change things. Your words are going to change things more. Your actions and your mind are going to change things way more than your vote in this current point in life. I'm just saying. So we just need to get on board with God's timeline. We need to quit with Satan's timeline, which is he wants to end things now. He wants us to be slaves. He wants us to take the mark of the beast, to live in fear. Pick a timeline. Which one are you going to be on? Are you going to be sitting there occupying, showing that heaven can be done on earth by the power in your words and mouth and authority in Jesus Christ inside of you? Or are you going to sit there and be like, oh, come get me, save me from this, Jesus. No, Jesus made you to, to share the gospel to get as many people into heaven as possible by being on earth.
by sharing his truth, by showing and demonstrating his love, by praying for the sick, by having money to do things for the needy. <laughs> you know, guys, it's not, I hear people say that they call a certain gospel, um, it's like a greedy gospel where you're just, you know, I can't think of the right word right now and it's slipping off my tongue, but it's basically like you're just praying to get things. God wants you rich. God wants you rich. The Bible says Jesus was poor when he came here. He was poor because he left heaven. He wasn't poor here. He was, he, his dad was a carpenter. He, he was fine. You know what I mean? Like he didn't suffer nowhere in the, in the Bible does it say, and Jesus worried about money today. No, he didn't worry about food. He didn't worry about money. He didn't worry about the clothes on his back and neither should we. And he even told us that in the Bible. So I'm going to play Kathy O'Brien telling us how the Democrats and Republicans smoke a mere illusion. That's why Trump disrupted everything. Cause he's not a buyout sellout. That's why God chose him since birth to get us out of this mess. And I'm play the prophecy of Kim telling us this, that Bill Gates is going to open the gates of the financial realm, that Trump will be a trumpet, that he's going to be a two-term president. Um, he even prophesied the time we were going to have two, uh, two presidents at the same time. So I just think people need to get out of their own heads and think they're right and try to seek what God has said. Because Kim Clements, who passed away in 2016, who I'm about to play you, and I'll leave all the descriptions for the full links below in my description box like normal. He told us since 2004 what's going to happen. People expect God, like prophets, to be fortune tellers. Fortune tellers tell you a future told by demons. God tells us the future that he has planned for us. And then we get to choose if we live in the faith of that or the fear of what the enemy's trying to do. To, to smash God's plans, but the enemy will never smash God's plans because God is bigger and better. And just like all the cartoons, I mean, they've always shown us, yeah, they try, they try, they try, but good always wins, always. All right, don't want this to get too long. I'm going to pray and play you those clips. Father God, I thank you for whoever's listening to this today that has the rapture rug out and waiting for you to uh, pick them up, that they roll them up and occupy till you do come get us, Lord. And when you do come get us, may you count us as faithful. May you count us as courageous and brave and living in joy and abundance and all the things that you told us we should and would have if we just asked and seek you. And I thank you, Lord, that you have kept me bold and courageous since 2020, no matter the loss of all the people, places, jobs, anything, Lord. I, I thank you for all of it, Lord. I thank you for all of it. And I Lord, I take every cursing that people have cursed over your people and may it fall right back on their own heads, their own words on their own heads, Lord, and let people be accountable for the words they speak in your holy, holy, precious name, Jesus Christ. Amen. There's good and bad in everything, but nevertheless, Pierre Trudeau represented this criminal faction of the, the Catholic Church of the Jesuits who believed in mind control of the masses because they wanted to be the one world church in the new world order. The money that was being brought in through the church was funding new world order controls. And he firmly believed in mind control. Another sexual abuser of mine was then Michigan senator and later U.S. congressman Guy Vanderjagt. 
This is the same guy, Vanderjack, that went, to head, went on to head the Republican National Committee that put George Bush into the office of president. It was at Mackinac Island, Michigan, when I was 13 years old, that I was dedicated to the senator who had become my owner in this mind control project. That's U.S. Senator Robert C. Byrd. Senator Byrd is a Democrat from, from West Virginia. And again, as you'll notice as, as I, I reveal any names, that this doesn't have anything to do with party lines. Democrats and Republicans both are involved because it's not about party lines. It's about who's for new, the new world order and who's not. Lansing, Missouri was a place where I heard George Bush and Bill Clinton talking. I, where, from, from the point of view I had, they certainly were friends. And they didn't recognize any party lines between them. That's something for the... You know, a smoke and mirrors illusion for the public. It's not something they adhere to because they had exactly the same agenda, and that was for bringing in this new world order. I heard George Bush talking at that time. He was talking to to Bill Clinton, and, and I've since photographically recorded it and, and wrote it verbatim in our book. That when the American people became disillusioned with Republicans leading them into the new world order, that Bill Clinton, as a Democrat, was going to be put into the office of president. This was decided in 1984. Actually, I'd heard about it even prior to that. But that, as of 1984, they were already discussing it as an absolute fact. It was also discussed in the groundwork for NAFTA that by the time George Bush went into the office of president, that Salinas was going to become president of Mexico, and they together would be bringing in the... Uh, NAFTA, which was the beginning of, of New World Order controls. I was forced to participate in the criminal groundwork for NAFTA, the opening of the Juarez-Mexican border to the free trade, free trade of drugs, free trade of our nation's children. It's absolutely appalling, the criminal roots. Okay, so that's Kathy O'Brien. Link will be below for that whole hour and a half. Listen to it all. It's it's mind-blowing. It woke me up so much to what's going on in our government, the Franklin cover-up. I mean, research people. Research this stuff. This child trafficking stuff has been going on in our government way before this, quote-unquote, QAnon. Okay, so now I'm going to end with some uh, prophecy from Kim Clements, who, again, has passed away. This is actually a video I made, so it's like I put it together. Um, so you'll have to just Google his name and find all these prophecies yourself if you want to, you know, get deep. Okay, here you go. They shall say, what is your plan for this, this giant? And he will take a simple stone. Remember the name. And he will hold it up and they will laugh at him. But the plan is so brilliant, says the Lord. It could only have been given by me. God says, once you recognize the man that I have raised up, pray. For the enemy will do everything in his power to put a witch in the White House. Did anybody hear what he just said? The hands of once compassionate women have cooked their own children. And their children have become food for them. Your children have become food for who a once compassionate woman. 
righteousness. And they shall attempt to put others in to endeavor, to reach their endeavors. But God says, hear me tonight. Hear me today. I have this whole thing planned out. Going into the marketplace, if you wish, into the news media, where Time Magazine will have no choice but to say what I want them to say.
Amongst them stood one that God had set aside to be the leader of this nation. I couldn't quite see his face because that was not allowed. Because there was a mist that covered all the people and he was amongst them. And the Spirit of God made me look at him and he said, This man will throttle the enemies of Israel. This man will throttle the enemies of the West. And there are highly embarrassing moments that are about to occur for many, many politicians in this nation. There'll be a shaking amongst... There will be a shaking amongst the de Democrats in the upcoming elections, but unsettling for the Republicans. Why is, why is God doing this? For God said, I am dissatisfied with what emerges from both parties. And then there is a nation he showed me, took me, itching for a new kind of war with America. They will shout, impeach, impeach, they say. But nay, this nation shall come very subtly, but he shall not come in the time of President Obama. They shall come when this new one arises, my David, that I have set aside for this nation. And they shall say, what is your plan for this, this giant? And he will take a simple stone, remember the name, and he will hold it up and they will laugh at him. But the plan is so brilliant, says the Lord, it could only have been given by me.
Well, he's kind of a comic book figure. I mean, he's a show-off. He's a sideshow who threatens to swallow the Republican Party. So I'm listening to him on an interview, and all of a sudden I just heard the voice of the Lord say, you're hearing the voice of a president.